Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Good morning, my amazing educator friends. I hope you're doing well. I'm having a great weekend. Uh, yesterday, I spent the day watching my favorite football team uh, play and also watching some amazing U.S. Open tennis, uh, which just really filled my bucket. It was a day where I decided... I was going to do all the things I wanted to do. So I went for a walk. I had coffee with a friend. I sat and watched tennis, sat and watched football, made some cookies, made dinner, and then watched some TV with my husband. And then we played cards for a little while. It just really was one of those perfect Saturdays for me. I hope you enjoyed your Saturday as well. And what that really comes to for me is my commitment to myself of living my life with intention and purpose. So that's what I want to talk to you about today, is how do you live your life with intention and purpose? And sometimes we feel like life is happening to us, right? It's sometimes we're feeling like things are happening we have no control over them, we are forced or have to do things, and we don't feel like we have control over what we're doing. And I want to tell you very clearly and very succinctly that that's not true. You get to choose how you live your life. So these things that are happening, you're choosing or you're allowing to happen. So let me talk a little bit about how you move from that mindset to a mindset of I am living my best life with intention and purpose. And that doesn't mean that you need to wake up tomorrow and tell everybody, I'm not doing anything for you, or I don't have to do what you're asking me to do. Right? Hear me clearly on that. That's not what I'm saying. And yet, it's a shift in our mindset about what we make things mean. So when I think about living my life with intention and purpose, I have about four questions that I really think about to ask myself to see if I'm heading in the direction that I want to go. And that first question is, what do I want? So when I find myself in those states of feeling like things are out of control or I'm being made to do things I don't want to do, I, I pause right? Again, that's that awareness, right? I'm very aware of the things that my brain likes to offer in thinking. And I stop and I say, well, what do I want? What do I really want in this moment? And I answer that question. Okay, so how can I get there? So for example, if um, I'm feeling like my calendar is really full, and I have a lot of things I have to do, I'll ask myself, what do I want? And so what I often say to myself is I, I want to be able to have some breathing room, right? I want to be able to feel like my calendar is not totally booked. So then my next question is, how can I get there? Well, so I can look at my calendar and say, are there things on my calendar that I actually don't need to do? Like, are there those, those false have tos? Like, I feel I have to, 
but nobody else would care whether I did that or not. And then I take those off. And if not, then I say, what am I willing to do? That changes the way your brain looks at it. So if my calendar is filled with things that really are commitments, that are things that are not able to be just pushed aside, they truly are things that people are counting on me to do, then I, then I say, what am I willing to do? Or what, what am I willing to think about this? So I'm willing to do these things on my calendar and maybe go home and go to bed early so that I can get a good night's sleep. Or maybe I'm willing to do all these things and I have 20 minutes in the middle that I can actually go outside, go for a walk, get some fresh air. So what am I willing to do? And again, these are my choices, right? It, this is the way I'm thinking about my calendar. It's the way I'm approaching the things that are on my calendar. And it's what I'm willing to do to make myself feel better about what I'm doing on that day. And then I'll ask myself, what will I hope it will be like once I get there? And I'm like, okay, well, what I'm hoping it'll be like is if I take that little walk in the middle, I'm going to feel refreshed and ready to do the meetings in the afternoon. I'm living my life with intention and purpose. By asking my brain these questions, it's showing that these things are important to me. These actually are things that I'm choosing to do. And I'm seeing how I can do them. I'm seeing what I'm willing to do to make it feel better. And then really focusing on what will I hope it'll be like once I get there. So that's what I do to live my life with intention and purpose when I'm feeling kind of that overwhelm right? Because again, that overwhelm is the sign of an unfocused mind. And I really believe that. Thank you, Corinne Crabtree, for putting that in my head. Um, I actually have that by my desk and it really helps. But then I think about how does this relate to goals? How does this relate to the things that I want in the future? I can use the very same thing. So if I intentionally and purposefully say, okay, my intention is every single day, I am going to go for my walk. And the purpose is because I know it makes my body feel better. So then I go through the same questions. What do I want? Well, I want to live a healthy and long life. So how can I get there? Well, I can get there by going for my walk every day. What am I willing to do? Well, I'm willing to either put it on my calendar in the middle of the day, or I'm willing to get my clothes on early and go out for a walk. How will I hope it will be like once I, I get there? I want to feel good in my body. And I know when my body has movement that's really intentional and purposeful, that I feel better. And so I make a commitment to myself to do those things with intention and purpose. Because again, I, I think sometimes that's where we lose sight of our ability to shift our mindset to find that joy that we're looking for, is when we find ourselves feeling like other people control our lives, it doesn't feel good. And I want to really emphasize for you 
no matter what situation you're in, you do not have others controlling your life. You are choosing what you would like to do. Now, you can think like really yucky thoughts about it, right? You can think thoughts like, I have to do this and people are making me do this and I don't want to do this and this is awful and I wish I didn't have to do this. Or you can think thoughts like, well, what do I want? How am I going to get there? What am I willing to do? And what will I hope it will be like once I get there? That shifts that mindset. I'm telling you, I have been there, my friends. I have been there where I felt yucky every day and my thoughts were so incredibly negative and I felt burnt out and I felt controlled and I felt incredibly unhappy and unsatisfied with my life. And I knew that I could sit there and wallow in this negativity and yuckiness. And not only did it make me feel awful, but I knew it had an impact on those around me because people would say, oh, how are you, how are you doing today? You know, I'm expecting an answer like, great, how are you? And instead sometimes would get a diatribe from me and all the crappy things that were happening in my life. Nobody wants to listen to that, right? And that was a me problem, right? That was how I felt about my life. And once I started really working on this mindset work and realizing that all of these are around choices I make in how I approach things, what I make things mean, how I want to think about them. The power of thought is what this is all about. When we have a thought, it, it creates a feeling, which creates action, which creates a result. And sometimes that can be a negative situation, creates a negative feeling, which creates a negative uh, or a negative thought, which creates a negative feeling, which, you know, creates these negative actions and our results are pretty negative, right? We reinforce whatever we thought in the first place. I am asking and really encouraging you to look at it differently. And that doesn't mean you have to make an entire thinking overhaul, right? That's not the way it works. It's baby steps. When you catch yourself and again, right? Awareness, breaking down barriers, creating new habits, so where do I see myself having these thoughts about my life and whether I can live with intention and purpose or whether other people are controlling it? And how do I break down these barriers? Well, I ask those questions, right? What do I want? How can I get there? What am I willing to do? What will I hope it will be like once I get there? And then my brain can start working on the, the answers to those questions. What do I want? is a powerful question because it really gets to the core of what is the problem here? What's the barrier, right? When you ask yourself what I want, and it could be, actually, it could be a really positive thing, right? What do I want? I want to be out of debt. I want to have a little more free time. I want to lose some weight. I want to be more active. Some of those are really positive. It's the thought that follows that. It's the but, <laughs> right? And we've talked about that before. It's the but that follows that tends to be more negative. So if then you say, how can I get there? Then your brain's like, oh, okay. So there actually is a way to get there. What is that? And I'm not going to lie. 
sometimes your brain will say, well, I have to stop all of this in order to get there. Question it a little. Is that true? It might be. It might be you're running carpool every single week during a time that your favorite movement class is going on. So yeah, it would have to be giving up the carpool or figuring out a different way to do that. But then again, how can I get there helps that situation. It helps break down that barrier. How can I get there? What are the avenues that I could take? Right? And then what will I hope will happen if I do that? Right? Because then I can get to that class every week and then I'm feeling better. And I'm speaking from experience here. It does feel better. I feel so much better than I felt 10 years ago. Because I really learned that it is me, myself, and I that have the power to think, feel, and act in the way that we choose, in the way that I choose. And there are some times that, really, you know what? I want to sit in that feeling of negativity. There are times where I'm sad and I'm going to embrace that sadness. That's okay. I'm not saying we never have negative emotions because that's not healthy either. What I'm saying is we sit with our emotions. We allow those emotions to be felt in our body and to decide what we want to do next with those feelings. This is all part of living with intention and purpose. My intention is I'm going to feel my feelings, whichever side of the 50-50 those feelings are on. I've talked to you before about the fact I'm working on fear right now and I'm really learning to carry fear with me. I have a picture of fear as like a little um, infant who's just crying and crying is kind of inconsolable. I don't get all freaked out about it. I soothe it. I recognize it. I tell it it's going to be okay. And I keep doing what I'm doing. That's living with intention and purpose. So I encourage you to think about where you are in your life right now. Are you living with intention and purpose? And if you're not, take one small thing And try to analyze that through these four questions. What do I want? How can I get there? What am I willing to do? And what will I hope it will be like once I get there? And see if that doesn't help you see your way towards living life with intention and purpose. That's what I have for you today. I do want to share with you. I'm really excited. I had some of you asking for those ABCs of personal growth and some of the questions that you ask. Uh, So you could either go back to those podcasts where I described that a little, or now on my website, I do have a free uh, booklet for you called The Educator's Guide to Personal Growth. And it walks you through those questions that we talked about on the podcast. So go to my website, www.thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Click on the link that says the Educator's Guide to Personal Growth and download that little workbook and go through those questions for yourself. Thank you for joining me today. Today was short and sweet and to the point because we're supposed to have rain this afternoon and I do want to get out for my walk today. 
So have an amazing day, educators. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have an amazing day. Live joyfully.